The world's definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure or happiness that comes from success, good fortune, or a sense of well-being. I absolutely do not believe this, and I will tell you why. I'm sitting down right now with Carly Laird, and she is one of the most genuinely joyful people I know. But her joy didn't come as a result of great pleasure or happiness. Her joy comes straight from knowing her place in God and from learning to lean into Him during the darkest of nights. Her joy is a choice. So grab some tissue and meet me on the couch to listen to Carly's story of her joy, the hardest joy. Hey there, I'm Julie, and you're listening to JJ Life on Purpose, where I invite you to join me on this journey called life, where we learn to redefine ourselves to be the me God intended us to be. You're more than a parent and more than your career. You're more than any other labels you've picked up along the way. If you find yourself searching for your purpose beyond your titles, then you're in the right place. As a self-proclaimed prime major, because <laughs> I'm not middle-aged, I'm in my prime. I'm choosing joy in this season and the story I'm living. Regardless of our age, we all want to make the most out of our life. So stick around and together we will pursue our passions with purpose and on purpose. Hey, Prime Majors, before we get into today's episode, let me forewarn you that this one may be a little tough to hear, and it may not be for small children. So, you know, after every podcast, I say the same thing. I say, you always have a choice, so choose joy. But what does that really mean, to choose joy? My friend Carly and her husband Aaron were at a Freedom Conference in another city when they got the unthinkable unimaginable telephone call that nobody ever wants to get. And in the midst of the grief and their tragic story, or maybe because of it, they have found peace and joy. She's going to tell you her story, and I challenge you to really listen to her heart. I really feel like this can help someone to know that no matter what you're going through, you can always choose joy. Hey, Prime Majors. Today I'm sitting at the table with Carly. Tell me a little bit about your life growing up and uh, your your story, brother, sister? Yeah, what? so I was born and raised in the Denver, Colorado area, and I have an older brother and a younger brother, and my parents divorced when I was about nine. Um, I was raised in the Mormon church, so I baptized at eight, the whole thing. Well, when my parents divorced, uh, we kind of moved away from that, and my dad took us to a non-denominational church, mm-hmm. and that really laid the foundation for for my religion and relationship with Jesus. And I met Aaron when I was 18, and he was 19, and we just we fell in love. Like we gave each other promise rings, Aww. like three months in. Mm-hmm. Well, he felt the call to move to Texas because his whole family lives here. Okay. Mine, all, they all still live up in Colorado. Well, he felt the call to move here, and I was like, I, I couldn't live without him. Yeah. You know, Aww. you're young yeah, and in yeah. love. And <laughs> so I made the big decision to leave everything I knew and move here with him. And I, it was hard for the first couple of years, but... At this moment, I don't regret it. Like, I love living here. I love the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still visit family once a year, so it's not too mm-hmm. bad. And right. they come here and visit. Okay. Uh, we struggled to have Sam 
Well, let me back up. We married in 2010 and didn't really think about kids the first couple years. But then when we were ready, we struggled to have Sam for about three years, Um, just some health issues. And then we finally had him. Well, about a year um, after he was born, we thought we were ready to have another. Mm -hmm. Well, it was like instant. Oh. We got pregnant. Mm. It's like, it's crazy, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So then we had Jack and life was great. Life was perfect. Well, when he, back in 2020, Sam was five, Jack was three. Um, Aaron's dad was living with us at the time and we were big in church, like life, you know, you think back, life was just perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, we were invited to go to a freedom conference at another church in the woodlands and we asked Aaron's dad if he would babysit while we went up there and it was just one night. Mm -hmm. Well, that morning we were praying for others as intercessors at this conference. I got a call from a police officer and he said, I'm sorry, but your son Jack is dead. Oh, wow. And my whole world just crashed in that moment. I was laying on the floor in front of this church, just, just beaten on the ground screaming, crying. Sure. People came running out. Aaron came running out. He, I handed him the phone, and he talked to the police officer, and they said, they're, they're, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. He's gone. Mm. So the whole way home, we're, I'm screaming, crying. He's making phone calls because I can't talk on the phone. I'm call, he's calling my family saying, mm-hmm. you all need to fly down here. And they just couldn't believe it. They're like, wait, what? Like, Aaron's like, you need to get a plane here now. Aaron's calling our pastor, pastor's assistants, um, all his brothers in Christ that he can. Mm -hmm. And he said, meet me at the funeral home. We're going to go pray over his body. We're going to bring him back. Mm -hmm. So we get home. The ladies of our church are there. The men of our, our church are there and they all went up to the church to the funeral home to go pray over Jack and God just wanted him home yeah. you know he just wanted him home and so Aaron came back to pick me up we went to the funeral home and just cried over his little body and we gave him to God and um, it's really hard. It's a little easier now that it's been three years, mm-hmm. but you know, there's good days and bad days. Sure. I would imagine, but it's the loss of a child is you'll, you never get over that. Yeah. So I've, I've never been in your situation, so I can't even pretend to know what you're going through, but I can't imagine that you would ever be able to, to get over yeah. Something like that. Yeah. How, before we go any further, how is Aaron's dad? He's okay. I I feel like 
this whole situation brought him closer to Jesus mm -hmm. because when we pulled up to the house, he was just catatonic. Oh, you know, yeah. he, um, he was the one. So the story is he was the one that was babysitting. He, the kids were playing outside. He went inside to get coffee, came back and couldn't find Jack. And so they ran all around the house looking for him mm -hmm. and, Kevin was like, oh, my gosh, he probably walked down the street. So he hopped in the truck, and Jack was hiding under the mm. – he was under the front tire. And oh. Kevin backed up right over him. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Kevin was just catatonic. He – it. you just don't know – you don't think something like that would ever happen. Yeah, for sure. So he's okay now but it, he still struggles, Yeah, you know, but we've come together as a family. Mm -hmm. So we support each other and Sam's, he's doing good. He mm -hmm. still talks about his brother and he misses him. Yeah. But I feel like with him being so young, mm -hmm. you know, kids are resilient. Yeah. So it, I feel like if he was older, it would be a lot harder yeah. on him. So, so he's, yeah. he's, doing okay he is yeah well now let me ask you this because this is how I would feel I think um you're off doing what you think you're supposed to be doing yeah. for God yeah and and freedom conference is a life-changing event mm -hmm. and and you're there to help other people go through freedom because y'all were working the freedom conference yeah. right yeah. We so, were praying for others so you were there praying for others mm -hmm. At the moment that God decides to take Jack home, yeah, right. how how was that? How did was that something you dealt with? Was that a an anger or a sorrow, or did you question? And if you don't want to answer any of these questions, let me know. No, no, okay. no. I love telling Jack's story. Okay. I I don't think a lot of people like to ask mm -hmm. because it's like sensitive, or, right? You know, people don't know what to say, but I. I love to talk about him because it keeps his memory it, alive. It does. I would so, think so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I don't think I had a lot of anger. I actually leaned into God more. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't have got gone through it without him. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Because I know for a fact I'll see Jack again. Yeah, And that Jesus, sure. is, Jesus has him. Um, Aaron was, a, he was pretty angry mm -hmm. because he was on the side where that was like, we were doing God's work. We were doing everything we yeah. could. What did we do wrong? Uh, but he's better now. Okay. He's doing a lot better now. So. Yeah, that that just to me what obviously is a life-changing event and um, something that you don't ever get over. I mean, you, you kind of, it's always going to be a tender. Always. Uh, you know, it's. Yeah. It's a wound there that won't ever go away because exactly. it's not supposed to go away. Exactly. Um, but you do learn how to get through it. And yeah. um, and our church had been really supportive. Yeah. Man, I, I couldn't get it. I, we wouldn't have been able to get through without our church, Parkway. Yeah. Everybody was there. Everybody was cooking. To this day, they still check in on us. That's so good. So that having that community is really important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... So. We've gone through some things, not even a drop in the bucket, you know, yeah, compared yeah. to, to sure. what you've gone through. But to have your church family there and to know that you're loved and mm -hmm. upheld in prayer, because you know 
when you get a hug from Pastor Nathan or you get a hug from Adina that their heart and soul is into that. And, and they are so just loving and yeah. kind yeah. people. So And see, that's, sometimes that's all you can do is just love on people. Yeah. Even if you don't have the right words to say, you just love on them. You yeah. Know, listen. And I I don't think there are right words, you know, so you're kind of at a loss for just a minute ago. I almost called Sam Jack and I was like, (laughs) no, that's but you know, it, so people are careful. I know people are still, and I don't judge anybody for, you know, not having the right words or saying the wrong thing. Yeah. It's it's just not easy because even, you know, I'm, I'm the same way with others sometimes in certain situations, you mm -hmm. just just don't have the right words, so but a it's hug, okay. Yeah, a hug is, mm-hmm. it goes a long way. It and, really does. And so this this actual conversation has kind of turned into what what do you do when you don't have any, what when you can't do anything, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, you know, there, how has life, how do you perceive life now? Um, I feel like sharing our testimony is so important mm-hmm. all of us because we all have one right we all have gone through trials tragedies grief and sharing our testimony gives others hope mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's inspiring and even scripture says there's power in our testimony right so i try to live by that and that's why i love to talk about jack yeah because he's my testimony so he was Two? He was three. He was three. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I've seen there's, uh, his little boots are on the, on the wall behind <laughs> me and, uh, there's pictures. Those boots. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I can, there's a picture, there's a picture of him in the boots, I believe. Um, I'm facing away from the pictures, but I, they're so cute. And it's just like a, but it's not, I started to say it was like a little shrine, but it's really not. It's just, just memories, memories mm-hmm. of him and, yeah. So you encourage people to to talk about loved ones, yes. right? And yes. see, I'm I'm of the same way. But so many people are like, I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to bring up bad memories. And mm-hmm. see, I I've never lost anybody young, but yeah. you know, we've yeah. all lost parents. Right. And um, I enjoy talking about my mom was a hoot, and my yeah. mother in law was the sweetest human being on the earth, mm-hmm. and. Um, my father-in-law, oh, there are no words, um, <laughs> but to talk about them and, and to bring their memories alive, right. it's just, right. it's so comforting. It is, and it it's healing also. Yeah. Like, just sitting here talking to you, it's mm-hmm. healing. So, what what was your favorite thing? What, what did Jack do that you, if I had to tell you one thing right now, mm-hmm. pick one thing that Jack did, the first thing that comes to your mind, what is his... He loved to play outside. Really? He just, he was always covered in mosquito bites. (laughs) He was always covered in ant bites because he just loved being outside. Mm -hmm. And Sam liked to be inside. Yeah. (laughs) So Jack just, he was loving and sweet. He was always happy. We used to call him Jolly Jack (laughs) because he was always happy (laughs) unless his brother was picking on him. And, yeah, he was just. He was so sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sitting down with me. And thank you because, I, you know, I see you at church. Mm-hmm. I saw you on set. Mm-hmm. And even after that really hard scene that I said I wanted to be a part of and you said 
it was really tough. Yeah. It hit me like a ton of bricks because I had forgotten all about Jack. Yeah. And yep. so people that don't know your story would never know that you've gone through something. So right. thank you so much for sitting down with me and telling your story Absolutely. and being an encouragement to others that, you know, it's a tragedy is a tragedy, mm -hmm. but God can get glory and, and right. you can grow from it. You That's never right. get over it, but you can grow mm -hmm. through it. And, um, and just, yeah. you have such a beautiful spirit. And I hope that everybody can see that. And I hope that people can learn from that. Yeah, I, I really can. And anyway, so thank you. I could mush on and on and on, but time's, <laughs> time's running out. But, um, I love you, and oh, thank you so much you. for sitting down with us. Of course, anytime. Wow. If you're like me, you've used more than one tissue during the last few minutes. My heart still breaks for Carly, Aaron, and Sam. What a beautiful testimony of absolute faith. Nobody will say that choosing joy is an easy thing all the time. Whether you've lost a child, a parent, a home, or maybe a job, we've all experienced pain and loss. And the key is to lean into Him and trust that He has everything under control. I recently read another definition of joy, and this one I do believe. It says, Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life, the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be okay, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. The determined choice to choose joy even when it's the hardest joy i'm really glad you joined me for today's episode if you heard something that spoke to you please take a second and share this podcast across the social media platforms follow me on instagram and facebook at jj life on purpose so we can stay connected until next time remember you always have a choice so choose joy